and it's really something very special. The doctors, the nurses, the first responders, and I learned so much about coronavirus. And one thing that's for certain, don't let it dominate you. Don't be afraid of it. You're going to beat it. We have the best medical equipment. We have the best medicines, all developed recently. And you're going to beat it. I went, I didn't feel so good. And two days ago, I could have left two days ago. Two days ago, I felt great, like better than I have in a long time. I said just recently, better than 20 years ago. Don't let it dominate. Don't let it take over your lives. Don't let that happen. We have the greatest country in the world. We're going back. We're going back to work. We're going to be out front. As your leader, I had to do that. I knew there's danger to it, but I had to do it. I stood out front. I led. Nobody that's a leader would not do what I did. And I know there's a risk, there's a danger, but that's okay. And now I'm better, and maybe I'm immune. I don't know. But don't let it dominate your lives. Get out there. Be careful. We have the best medicines in the world, and it all happened very shortly, and they're all getting approved, and the vaccines are coming momentarily. Thank you very much. And Walter Reed, what a group of people. Thank you very much. Welcome back, Little Joe's Conservative Corner. That was my president, the one that I will be voting for on November 3rd, Mr. Donald J. Trump. Um, I wanted to go over today. Today's all about voting, why I am voting for President Trump, and in case you are on the fence, why you should vote for President Trump, because this is a very important election coming up. It's going to determine the path of America for generations to come. We are either going to continue being a republic or we're going to end up turning to socialism. One is a very bright path and the other one is very dark. Historically, it's been proven time and time again. Socialism has never worked, not once. I know that the liberal media doesn't really ever cover Trump's accomplishments. So I'm going to go over a list of them. I'm going to go some by demographics and then just overall for the country. The first I'd like to start with is the African-American community. Now, I know that the liberal media doesn't report not even a fraction of what Trump has done for the African-American community. If you haven't heard it yet, and this is your first time around, he probably has done a lot more than you could ever imagine, Uh, more than most presidents have ever done, especially Obama, who didn't even take care of his own people. But for the uh, black community, prior to COVID-19, lowest unemployment rate in recorded history. So he put more blacks to work than any president in recorded history. He signed into executive order the Platinum Plan, which is the one where he deemed the KKK a terrorist organization. Uh, The creation of a peaceful urban neighborhood with more policing. So he's not defunding the police. He's... He's looking to have their streets patrolled more to keep the violence down so that people can feel more safe in the neighborhoods where they live at. He's obviously for school choice, which is big because if you live in a bad area and the schools are not real great, um, they're F-rated schools, you can get your kid out of that immediate area into a school that's a better school so he he or she can get a better education. He's pushing for greater black home ownership, wants to make sure that they get a part of the American dream and feel like they're part of it. Uh, Owning your own home is a big thing. Everybody always feels that way. He fixed the 1994 uh, crime bill, 
written by your Sleepy Joe that put away more blacks than any other bill uh, in history. He's created Opportunity Zones for work, and he has also funded Historic Black Colleges for 10 years. Uh, When Historic Black Colleges came out, I guess the representatives from it, to see Obama trying to get funding for the schools, they were turned down, and under Trump, he hooked them up, they got 10 years worth of funding out of them, so long after he's out of office, their schools will still be funded um, for their community. Not too bad for a uh, racist president, huh? <laughs> Liberal media is amazing. The man has done more for people of color than even a person of color did for his own people, but yet he's a racist. Sure. For the Latino community, I know that's always a big question. Uh, once again, better job choice. Since he is anti-communism and he does not support the leaders of communist nations like Cuba, like Venezuela, he shut down trade deals with them and does not fund their communist regimes. Because of Trump's booming economy prior to COVID, although it is coming back, um, it put more money in everybody's pocket. He had the lowest unemployment in history for Hispanics as well. Okay, he created the Hispanic Prosperity Initiative, which is a board that oversees Hispanic leaders and communities and business growth. And most importantly, he doesn't come out when he sees them and plays a Hispanic song acting like he knows what it is and starts doing a little dance for them like Joe Biden did pandering to him. He actually treats them as real people, real voters, and tries to give them real results. The reason I started with those two is because they are the two largest minority groups in the United States currently, and since the Democrats tend to pander to both, they never want to show any accomplishments that he has made with either one. Overall for America, since his election, he has taken 3.9 million people off food stamps. He's created more than 4 million jobs. He's had economic growth of at least 4.2%. He has appointed two Supreme Court justices. He's got one on deck, which is uh, Amy Barrett. Hopefully she'll be confirmed before the election. He has 53 federal appellate judges that he's appointed, 146 district court judges, and two for the Court of International Trade. He's also got 64 more that have been appointed and are awaiting confirmation. He's had historic tax cuts and deregulations. He's built a stronger military and fully funded it. President Trump is pro-life. He has signed executive orders that we are basically not using government funds for other countries' abortions. He's for school choice, which I've already told you. He kept his promise in moving the embassy to Jerusalem, as he said, that has been promised by multiple presidents prior to him. None of them have done it. He's the first one to actually keep his promise on that. Uh, The wall. Do I even need to say anything? Another promise kept. He's built what, over 300 miles worth of new fencing, and he anticipates by the end of 2020 that they'll be somewhere in the realm of 450 miles of new fencing. I mean, them boys are working overtime. Whoever's putting that fence up, my goodness. 
They must be moving night and day, day and night. That is a lot of fencing to put up uh, in a very short time. Uh, religion, he's for your religious freedoms. He's for your religious liberty. Uh, one of the big things he did was he took away an executive order that Obama made where, just to put in layman's terms, even though, let's say, you do not believe in same-sex marriages, uh, if they want to get married in a church or whatnot, or if they go to any type of a religious outlet that is against that, um, you would have to serve them, you would have to marry them. Uh, it was basically forced upon you. Well, Trump overrode that and gave you that right back, that it is your right under your beliefs to do as you see fit and what you believe in. Uh, he withdrew us from the uh, Paris Climate Accord. Uh, he approved the Keystone Pipeline for oil, more jobs, more energy independence. President Trump has defeated ISIS. He killed the founder, al-Baghdadi, and he killed Soleimani, two nasty people that really did not deserve to be here. Uh, he, it, for NATO, he was, he's making the other European nations pay their fair share instead of it all falling on our shoulders. Uh, he's done better trade deals with Mexico, China, Canada. He has also stood up to China and Russia and North Korea. If you remember, Obama went on an apology tour. He basically went around to all the other nations apologizing for us being great, for us being the best nation on the planet. What, to put that into perspective, okay, that's like the Super Bowl team, although I'm currently not watching football, however, that's like the Super Bowl team going around and apologizing to all the other teams in the NFL for being the best. That makes absolutely no sense. But Obama went around and apologized to everybody. Obama ignored Kim Jong-un, and he was firing off rockets consistently. He posed a real threat to the world. Trump didn't stand for it. Trump told him, you got a missile, I got a bigger one. You know, he got to the point where Kim Jong-un said Trump was crazy. They ended up having a few meetings that has deteriorated as of late. Uh, they're not really talking the way they were, but still trying to open up talks. But you still don't see him shooting off any more missiles. China, Trump has held his ground with China all the way. He holds them accountable for the virus. He holds them accountable for trade. He holds them accountable with tariffs for equal trade, which is what I said earlier about doing better trade deals. And Russia, obviously, he holds Russia accountable when necessary. Uh, COVID-19, his fast COVID response, no matter what the media is telling you, they are liars. Because he reacted so quickly and shut everything down so fast, as bad as you may think the numbers are, he probably saved millions of lives. He shut it down. He was being called a xenophobe. He was saying he was fear-mongering. The man was getting punished by the liberal media for shutting it down and how terrible of a person he is, what a racist he is for doing that. And in doing that, save lives. And as the hypocritical left does, they're now saying he didn't shut it down fast enough. They're now blaming him for the COVID virus. Imagine that. You're blaming the president for the COVID virus when it came out of a lab in Wuhan 
which was, I'm sure, a chemical warfare lab. Because why are you messing around with this stuff in the first place unless you intend to use it as chemical warfare? Okay, so Trump's response to that was amazing. Not only that, but because Trump went to the private sector, look at how fast he has created not only treatments, but a vaccine is right around the corner. If you need that to feel safe, that is the key to reopening the economy. There are many people who are still scared. I myself, I've said this in prior podcasts, you can check them out yourself. I do not believe the virus is what they say it is. Again, I will say I do believe it is real, but I do not believe it's what they say it is. I believe it is just like a flu. And the reason I say that is because depending on the person, some people get hit real hard and other people it's real light passes on through and other people don't even know they have it only because you've been tested, but you're having absolutely no symptoms. So I think it just genetically depends on you as a person, how bad the effects of it are going to be. I don't think it's as dangerous as they say it is, not to mention with all the CDC data and all the crap that keeps coming out, we're actually out of the amount of people that died, only 6% were actually healthy individuals then stuff like that doesn't give you a whole lot of confidence and doesn't make you believe that they're telling you the truth anyways. <clears throat> For the vets, the uh, president has fixed the Department of Veteran Affairs, made it more efficient, got rid of a few rats that needed to be taken out because one thing is absolutely clear. These men and women go out to risk their lives so we could live our lives and at least... When they come home, they should have a good place to go to help them deal with some of the mental problems, physical problems, whatever they need after they've done their part serving this country. Okay, um, Prescription drugs, that's been on the news recently. He's making deals, so pres- prescription drugs are much cheaper. You would think that'd be a good thing, but uh, Joe Biden and Harris and everybody, they don't think so think that has anything to do with them being in the pockets of the big companies to make some money these drugs shouldn't be expensive insulin that people need daily shouldn't be expensive there are so many drugs that should be cheap they're easy to make and they're not costly to the company but they sure are costly when it comes down to us uh criminal justice reform you've been seeing that over time i think that they've uh been forced to report more of that than they would like And Trump also welcomed Christians uh, into positions of influence for society. I mean, I could continue to go on and on and on. I was jotting down notes today of everything that Trump has done. It's way more. This is a small piece of the puzzle. And he's accomplished all of this in three and a half years, being impeached investigated, fought against the entire time, the House never wanting to help and pass anything, fighting in the beginning even with the Republicans, because even in the beginning, a lot of the Republicans were sour that he was president, and he's been able to accomplish that much in three and a half years. Can you imagine how much he could accomplish for you if they would actually try to work with him? Could you imagine how great the United States could actually be if all three would work together, the House, the Senate, and the President. Can you only imagine? Now, one of the biggest reasons that I chose to do this podcast is if you are watching 
any news, if you're watching CNN, if you're watching anything, you're seeing they're showing Trump down by double digits all the way around. There's not many places that he's in single digits or, you know, let's say winning a state here or there. Um, He has a few, but that's about it. Keep in mind, in 2016, you were looking at the same type of numbers. But if it is true that Trump is down by that much, you need to get your friends, family, you need to stop pick people up on the street, you need to pile everybody in the car, and you better get out and vote as if your life depended on it. Because believe me, this time around, it actually does. This time around, this election is no joke. We need to come out in a force like they have never seen. Florida started early voting, and I'm reporting Florida because it's my state. Um, More mail-in ballots have already been received than in the entire 2018 election period. Out of those, 51% of them are from the Democratic Party. That does not mean that every Democrat voted for Joe Biden, but it is an alarming number. This election is going to be like no election that we've seen before. With all of this mail-in nonsense that's going on, we're probably not going to even know election night who the winner is. You have states that are willing to count votes in excess of seven to ten days after the election. You have to get out and vote. The reasons that I just laid forth are why we have to get out and vote. If you like what you've heard, if you'd like to see more of that, if you want more of that and more, because Trump's not just promising that, he's promising that plus more. You got to put him back in for another four years. It simply comes down to that. Look, I don't care whether you like the guy or not. I don't care if you think he's vulgar. It really doesn't matter to me one way or the other. Um, It's policies. It's what he's going to implement. Joe Biden might have a nicer demeanor. Does not make him a better candidate. I don't personally think Trump has that bad of a demeanor. I think Trump's a fighter. And I think he acts appropriately. If you put yourself in his position and you were under attack nonstop for the last four years with a fake fake Russia hoax on you, with a fake impeachment put on you, with every negative thing they say about you, everything that you they report about you is misconstrued and taken out of context, I don't think you'd be a real nice person either. And it's not that Trump's not nice. It's just when they say something stupid, he's got something stupid to say back. Amen, so let it be. But the poll numbers are not looking real good. Some have them down by 16. I mean, that's a huge gap. You, you, do you realize that 16, the last time that that happened, I believe was Nixon versus McGovern. And I want to say Nixon was up by something like that, 15 or 16. And he took 49 states. It was a complete landslide. You're telling me, that Joe Biden is going to landslide Trump? 16, he, he's slated to take 49 at least, maybe all 52. I mean, that's how, how much they're saying he's going to win with a number like that. I don't believe that, not even a little. Uh, I've seen his rallies of three people and four people. Uh, I even saw where Bernie came out of hiding, and he went out to do a little 
rally for Joe Biden because Biden always calls it quits around, you know, nine o'clock in the morning. He can't be bothered after that, even though he's running for president. But Bernie was out there and minus a couple staff members, there was one lady there that was actually holding a Trump flag. You should see the footage on that because she's just waving it in his face. And that's the only person he has to talk to. I mean, there is no enthusiasm around Joe Biden. So to come up with a number like 16 just lets me know that your sampling is, is wrong. It's bad. You sampled who you wanted to sample. You called the most staunch, liberal, progressive Democrats you could find, and they gave you the the numbers you were looking for just to make it look bad. But at the end of the day, it doesn't matter. You still got to get out and vote, and we got to go out strong. You got to play like you're down that much. You got you to, in your mind, you got to be down that much because it gives you that drive it gets your fire going. You got to get out there and make sure you vote. Bring everybody with you. Talk to everybody. Pick up friends that don't have rides there. Make sure everybody gets out and does their part to save America. It is just that important. Anyway, these are some of the reasons that I do vote for Trump. Why I do support Trump. Because I support everything that he has laid out in his policies. And I'm looking forward to four more years of it. Uh, that's it for me today. I hope you like what you're listening to. If you have any you know, complaints, comments, if you want to critique me, again, if you want to just tell me I suck, uh, you can hit me on Gmail, ljconsercrn at gmail.com, Twitter, ljconsercrn, and Parlor Joe Little. God bless. Have a good night. Get out and vote.